Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Wherever you find us, please, if you have not done so yet, give us a rating, a review, a subscription. Download those episodes. It helps. And then you can find us on social media. We are at Beers on Us on Instagram. Our personal pages are Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. That's me. Hi. Oh, yeah. And then Patrick is at PDD085 on Instagram, his personal pages as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Kool-Aid man. Appreciate it. I'm now thinking of the Family Guy moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, or, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And he breaks through the wall. Oh, yeah. And it's like in the middle of like a, a funeral or something. <laughs> I've, there's, a, there's a robot chicken episode where they're like hiding in a bomb shelter from zombies. And they're like, oh, man, I'm so thirsty. I got an idea. I'll call the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. And the Kool-Aid man busts in. Oh, yeah. And starts eating them because he's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I love robot chicken, but I do not know that scene at all. Um you, what we're going to do today a little is all over the place a little today. all over the place. It's going to be the final what's in the box from the original box the messenger sent us. Now, the messenger has given us beers after the box, but this is from the original box where he gave us mm-hmm. eight total. Something like that, yeah. It was the two probably find this. Uh, beer stop beers. Yeah. It was the two Imperial Stouts. Beer stop, baby. It was the Noir Saison. And a sour, I think, was the other one. And the, oh, they're on the wall. I would probably, I probably would have, uh, should have looked at these beforehand. Yes, uh, it was the Oud Goose, right? Yep, the Trey Fontaine, the Trey Fontaine, the West, the Westbrook, the Noir Saison, the two Bierstadts, and then what? Weren't there two others? Am I forgetting? Uh, they'd be on the wall. No, I think that's it. Okay, that's it. So six total beers. This is the final one, and it is an Imperial Stout. And boy, are my nips ready for this beer. <laughs> Um, so we'll drink this, we'll talk about this, but we also, for our beer of the week, uh, we had ourselves a drop in the city this week, and uh, all craft beer nerds are quite excited, and Patrick yep. gave me the tip, hey, go here and buy these tonight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, I was I was going to go right home, and I was like, well, I'll make the trip up to North Portland and buy them. Yeah. Uh, one of those will be had as beer of the week, and then uh, we'll also talk about stress-induced drinking of choice. <laughs> As we are recording this the day after Election Day. So today uh, is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. It's the, always a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, do something that we would do. Uh, <laughs> the results are still filtering in. Um, but uh, yesterday was stressful for everybody. Literally mm-hmm. everybody. 
Uh, no matter who you voted for, it was stressful. And yesterday was a day of drinking. And what did you choose to drink? And what did we choose to drink? Yeah. That's what we will discuss. What are your What are your drinks of choice when you are stressed and want to calm your nerves? Um, it's not just election day, but any any because it was election day, that's just kind of the the impetus of the conversation. But you know, before going on a first date, a little yeah. bit stressed out, <clears throat> have yourself something, calm the nerves a little bit, lube yourself up a tiny bit. Yep. Go kill it on the first date. Yep. Uh, it's it's that kind of thing. So we'll talk about that as well. And uh, yeah, am I missing anything? I think so. No, I think you got it. I did all the teases and everything. Uh, I feel like I did them really quick, and now I'm lost. Radio.com, Stitcher, Omni, 1080 The Fan, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Thank you. I don't think I did that. All That's right. where you can find the podcast. <laughs> um, every Thursday, 1 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Yep. <laughs> what do you do on Thursday at 1 o'clock, Mike? Is that I some get stress in, drinking? I get into work <laughs> Thursday at 1 o'clock. We're usually recording the podcast around Thursday at 1 o'clock, actually. Um, all right. Topic... Of the day after our weekend beer. Sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained today. Yesterday was stressful, and I yeah, didn't man. sleep very well. It's all right. Breathe. I slept great. <sighs> I slept fantastic, actually. Um, weekend beer. I had two of the beers that you gave me mm-hmm. from your excursion around the Northwest. They were both from Lowercase Brewing My new in friends Seattle. at Lowercase Brewing. I had the Wit Beer, and I had their Hazy Lager. And... I didn't have the other two you gave me. I also had a stout. I had the, uh, oh, I had the Nut Crusher in cans, mm. uh, which was the first time I'd seen that in cans. Yeah, usually 22s. Delightful. Great. As always. Um, but those two beers, wow. They were really, really good. Yeah. I don't love Wits. Wits is mm. not a style that I usually go after. Um, it was a really good take on a wit. It was very refreshing. It was very light. I know you haven't had either of them yet, right? You still right. have them? I still have them, yeah. I'd be curious to hear what you think, but the wit was just a solid wit. It didn't ha- It didn't do anything unique. It was just good for mm-hmm. a wit beer. And then the hazy lager, boy, let me tell you. Yeah. So they made it a lager, but they, they wanted it to taste like a hazy. It pours clear because it's a lager. Mm-hmm. And it does taste like a hazy without all the bad hazy flavors that I don't like. It's excellent. There was no chalk, obviously. There was no pulp, because it's a lager. It's Mm. crisp, and it's clean, and it's easy to drink, but it gives you that, like, a little over-the-top citrusy bite that a hazy will give you. It's less less bitter. It's not so hoppy in that sense, but it gives you the big citrus notes right away, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I've talked about this a couple of times. I love when breweries go completely out of left field and make a style. Yeah. You're making a lager that's crisp and it's clean and it's easy to drink, but you want to make it like a hazy. How do you do it? Lowercase Brewing nailed it. It was really good. Well, and I think that's what's really cool. When I when, when I was up there, so those guys aren't big IPA guys. They're not big IPA or hazy IPAs. You know, they're kind of against the grain in that in that aspect. And everything I've had from them, you know, they won a bronze for their brown this year at GABF. And... You know, they had an ESB on cask, which I thought was kind of oh, cool. I'm not a big cask drinker because I like, you know, it's like nitro. I like my bubbles and I like things pretty cold. Um, but everything else I tasted, I had their Italian Pilsner, which is fantastic. They made an American lager, which I thought was really good. Uh, and so that was fun. And so it kind of looks at it. If you, take, if you take a brewer that is going to gear themselves towards traditional styles and they do it well, you're probably going to be okay in drinking a wit that you wouldn't normally drink or a brown you wouldn't normally drink because I'm glad to hear that that wit was good because I'm definitely like, man, I'm not a wit drinker. Yeah. So, 
It's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, but I, you know, they were nice enough to give me some beer, and so I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. If you don't like wits, I mean, you're not going to like the beer that much, right? But it's a well done mm-hmm. wit, and that's the point of it all. Exactly. Uh, that was basically it. I mean, I finished my Jubilee that was in the fridge. Uh, I bought myself a, an Inkasi box for the first time in a while, and it has Slayer in there, which I like. Uh, it has Otis in there. It has Dawn of the Red, and it has another one that I forget. Um, Nikasi does the best buy date thing, even though they didn't get purchased by Big Beer. Yeah, and I'm like, don't, don't do that. I picked I, up. The, I'm not a fan of that. It's stupid. I picked up the box and it said Best Buy. I think it was 12:31 or January 1st, and I was like, it's the beginning of November, so I think I'm safe. Yeah, like, I think these are fresh enough. But I'm like, I don't know what that means. Best Buy 12:31. Yeah, my thought process is 90 days. Okay, is probably what they're thinking. So I got it two months <clears throat> before the date. Yeah, so you're 30 days old, which isn't bad. I'm 30 days old? 90 days. Okay, yes, you're right. Yeah. I'm 30 days old. So I should be still in the sweet spot. You should be okay, especially okay. with those beers aren't hop forward beers. That's true. One of them is an IPA, mm. I believe. I forget which one it is, but um, one of them is an IPA. <clears throat> and I mean, Dawn of the Red is an IRA. It's sure. a hoppy red, so there's hops involved in it. But <clears throat> you're right, it's more malt forward beers, which is why I picked it, because I'm like, oh, it's getting cold. Winter's basically yeah. started. Um, so yeah, that's that's been my week in beers. Mainly, ma- mainly just those two lowercase beers, which I thought were really, really good. How about you? What have Ooh. you been? Uh, what have you been drinking this fine week here? You just had a big yawn. That was crazy. That's why I was stalling for uh, you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. I had uh, I had an Italian style Pilsner from Wayfinder, the Terrifica. You got to uh, try that cold fire one. I told you. Yep. About. Yep. I, I got to look for that one. And let's see. I had a newer IPA from Upright that was very San Diego style. Um, what does that mean again? So it's a little danker, a little less malt body to it. Okay. Um, I had a Wanderlust, which tasted really good on draft. It's been a little while since I've had one of those. Uh, what else? I ended up buying some packaged beer. I bought some Cellar Maker, um, some new IPAs from Cellar Maker. They're out of California. Um, and, and they're good. I'm starting to get a little over the California breweries just because I'm not getting enough malt body. And so it's just like really light and it's it's almost like hop water. Uh, and people love it. I'm probably one of the minorities on this, but I just need it to have a little more. Yeah. Like I said, just a little more body to it. And, uh, let's see what else did I drink? Um, I drank, uh, spoiler alert. I drank a Pliny the Elder and a, and a, and a blind pig, mm. which were excellent. I love those beers. Spoiling. A lot. Spoiling. I know. Those are in my fridge right now. I'm very excited. Yes. <laughs> I cannot wait to have them. Probably not tonight because I'm not getting home till 1030. But, uh, you know, tomorrow maybe. Yeah. And so, and then what else? Oh, um, I have a new little side gig. So I've been drinking uh, a lot of their beer to, well, you, to you figure wanna, that out. You want to announce that officially? Sure, why not? Yeah. You, you were waiting until this week because you wanted to start working there. But. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to work a couple shifts a week just part-time and wherever they need me to fill in at the new Grains of Wrath on Williams. Uh, so I've been kind of drinking through that draft list to just kind of taste stuff. And boy, Papermaker Pale Ale and Bill for Speed are fresh batches right now, and they taste fantastic. I'm very excited to go try it up there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they just opened last Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Or Monday? Last Thursday. Last Thursday. Um, so I haven't gone up there yet, but I'm very excited to uh, go up. Well, if you're free on Friday, it sounds like they're going to tap uh, new batches of Luger, which is their German-style Pilsner, and Hail Santa, which is their winter warmer. Cool. And uh, I'm kind of interested in taste that. So maybe we maybe we should go there this weekend. Okay. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. I think that's all I drank. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's take a sip of the beer sitting in front of us before we get into uh, your stress drinking ways. But uh, the final beer in the box 
is a Bottle Logic Imperial Stout. Would you like to read the details, sir? Sure. This beer is called Fundamental Observation. Great name. It's a barrel-aged Imperial Vanilla Stout. Imperial Stout aged with Madagascar vanilla beans in a blend of bourbon barrels. It is 13.5%. Holy bleep. Um, It is a 2019 vintage. Look closely. You've just discovered an Imperial Stout full of vanilla fundamental flavor. Beer was aged in four different brands of bourbon barrels with heaping additions of Madagascar vanilla beans. Sit back, relax, and observe the world around you. Uh, very, very cool bottle. I like the look of it a lot. I don't. I'm assuming that the Bottle Logic beers have a similar theme in terms of like where the logo is and where the description of the beer is. But I like the <clears throat> style of it. Yeah, and then I got a little extra. Um, this is what the messenger wrote us about this beer. Fundamental observation: This quote, liquid brownie batter, was aged in a combination <laughs> of Buffalo Trace, which I like, Woodford Reserve, I, love. I also like, Four Roses. Excellent. Heaven Hill and Knob Creek bourbon barrels. So mm. that's kind of like check, I had some check, Knob check, Creek check, yesterday check. as a bit of a teaser. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some great stuff. Uh and finishes out at a mighty 13.5. Each barrel saw multiple editions of the vanilla beans from one of the best crops in recent memory, ultimately aging the finished batch of beer with hundreds of pounds of over the course of a year. Uh he said he's personally had five vintages of this beer. One of his favorite releases he looks forward to every year. Very cool. Secondary value, $50. Nice. So um, my initial thought, and this is probably wrong to do, but I'm instantly comparing it to the Westbrook Imperial Stout that we had. That <laughs> was the, the, Mexican? the Mexican. The Mexican habanero. Cake. Yeah, the habanero stout, which was, you said the best Imperial Stout you had ever had, and I had to put up there as well as maybe my one of my top few. I really enjoyed that. Um, this is not as good as the Westbrook. I will say that sure. off the top. I'm just, I probably shouldn't be comparing it, but because it was in the box, it's my initial thought. Um, this is still a fantastic beer. The only, the only thing I don't love about it. And I think that's, this is not, it's, it's not the beer's fault because it's doing this intentionally. It's a little too much vanilla for me. Okay. Vanilla is not a flavor that I tend to gravitate towards. Uh, I think it gets very overpowering from my palate personally, and I never get vanilla desserts. I'm always a chocolate guy. It's just not my go-to. Yeah, you like them rich. I do. Uh, well, this is very rich. Um, but but I mean in terms of like why you'd be more chocolate than vanilla. Yes. Uh, so the vanilla flavor has never been my favorite. This is very vanilla. Yeah. Um, I love the description of liquid brownie, brownie batter. Yeah. I love brownie batter stuff like because <laughs> I love brownies. Yeah. Um, probably... My favorite dessert food. Oh, wow. A brownie. Nice. I mean, like a brownie sundae. Yeah. You get some vanilla ice cream on top, and you get some uh, some drizzled hot fudge, and maybe uh, some caramel or something. Oh, my. <clears throat> I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> so I love that description because it is kind of like that. Yeah. That reminds me of one of my favorite things uh, dessert-wise that's like easy to get, but it's only out every once in a while, is the brownie batter blizzard from Dairy Queen. Okay. And they put ice cream in it, but they also put however they make their brownie batter. It's so good. So this kind of does remind me of that. It's very thick. It's very rich. Um, it's just a little too vanilla for me. That's all. You know, that's something I always talk about when it comes to vanilla. Vanilla is such a tricky, it's such a tricky adjunct just because <clears throat> it's either not enough, which becomes a waste, or it's too much, which dominates the flavor. I personally don't find this too vanilla-y. For me, at least. I think one thing that's really cool about this beer, and I don't even know, 
I don't know if it's necessarily coming from the vanilla beans or the bourbon. It might just be the base beer itself, but it's pretty dry. Yeah. And there's some really nice, like, bittering on the back end. I think that's what saves it for me. I think the bittering has helped because kind of the, clean out the vanilla. The initial sip is like pop vanilla. It smells fantastic. Yes, it does. Um, but I, again, don't get me wrong when I say that I think there's a little too much vanilla. I like this beer a lot. I just don't love that flavor. Um, it is dry at the end. For something that is so rich, it is very dry and bittering at the end, which is nice. It just kind of cuts it right there for you. It's an easy sipping beer. It is. This is really nice. They have food pairings on this, too. I, can more breweries do that? Like, yeah. can every brewery start doing that, please, guys? Yeah, you, May- all, you all have great food. <clears throat> Pair your beers because it's fun. Yeah, Maytag Blue, which is good cheese, mm-hmm. steak, and vanilla gelato. Okay. You yeah. can put some of the Maytag blue cheese on your steak. Yeah. Have it like a little melty on top. Oh, yeah. Mm, well, that. it says steak au poivre. Okay. I don't know what that means. Maybe au poivre. Au poivre. I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah. So this is the final box beer that we have. And uh, boy, thank you, Messenger. This was so much fun. This is a treat. That's for sure. These beers were so good. And the fact that they were rare is even cooler, so we appreciate you immensely. And uh, there may be something we're doing with the Messenger in the future coming up as well. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to look at that. I keep forgetting to look at that. Let's see. This steak has got peppercorns, unsalted butter, cognac, okay, and heavy cream. And you drizzle that on top of the steak. Okay. I mean, I don't love uh, peppercorn with my steak personally, but uh, I know that's a very common flavor. Um, but uh, yeah, that sounds great. Otherwise... Yeah. Butter and heavy cream. I mean, you're just getting rich on rich, baby. Let's do it, man. Let's but, do it. But now I'm into that. Now I'm into the Maytag blue on top of the steak. Oh, yeah. have you ever had blue cheese on oh, the top? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if you go to, like, a real steakhouse, that's mm. usually an option. One of their, like, ribeyes or something will have mm. blue cheese on top. Never the same. Never the same. Never the same. So, delightful beer. Thank you, The Messenger, and we'll be talking to you soon. Um, all right. What do you drink when you are stressed? Heavily. Yes. I got home yesterday and my roommate was already four beers in and a glass of whiskey in. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I don't drink that much anymore. I am drunk. And I was like, well, how's the, I, like, I, I was driving home and I wasn't paying attention. I was like, has anything changed? He's like, nope, I'm drunk. <laughs> so his, his whole plan was to drink heavily. Yeah. Uh, my plan was to drink stronger things so that I could drink less. Ah. Uh, but that plan changed because I just wanted beer. <laughs> yeah. So I wound up having a couple of beers from the Nikasi box. And then actually here at the station, a listener brought us Knob Creek. Oh, nice. <laughs> because we were talking about it at the start of the show, Dirt and Sprague were drinking Knob Creek on the show. And and Suke was like, oh, I want to. I forgot to bring in the bourbon. I was going to bring some in for us today. And a listener just walked up to the window with a Knob Creek that he bought for us. And I just let him in. And or I mean, I, I took it from him at the front. And uh, yeah, we had some Knob Creek on the show. Great. So bourbon... And beer. Yep. And bourbon. Yeah, I and did. bourbon. Let's see. Last night, so I, I definitely and drank. bourbon. I definitely drank some beers. I started my drinking escapades at about 2 o'clock. <laughs> um, okay. Because I watched uh, Champions League. I watched Liverpool just dominate, <laughs> uh, which was excellent and awesome. Jota, we love you. Bobby, we still love you too. Don't worry. Uh, and so I left that, and I needed to do run around because I wanted to buy some beer. For the evening, so I stopped at uh, at our at our good friends at Bridgetown, and uh, I had a a, a Freem Dank IPA 
<clears throat> while I was there and did a little bit of shopping, and that's why I bought that beer. Then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to swing by Cerveza and see if they have anything Bridgetown doesn't in case there's and something really talking to me. And I just walked in and was like, hello there. went, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. And they were like, you can only have one each. Yep, and, and then I looked like, up at the fine. board, and they had Blind Pig and Pliny on. And I was like, well, I'll, I'm, I'm here. I'll have a Blind Pig. <laughs> and a Pliny. Yeah, well, so I only had two beers, and then I got home. A girlfriend showed up, and then we went to our friend's house where we did like had some, you know, Zoom meetings with some friends and stuff, and just kind of watched stuff. And uh, yeah, so I drank beer, and then I went to the Irish whiskey for a little bit, uh, the Jameson, little Jameson, the old fashioned Jameson, and I had a little bit of Basil Hayden's as well. Mm. That with uh, with that group of friends, that tends to be I one quite of, enjoy Basil Hayden's. That tends to be one of our go to whiskeys. Yeah, I'd probably say they're like the mid shelf high end. I that that's probably what I gravitate towards the mm-hmm. most. I really like it. Uh, but I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing you have to keep in mind, you know, and you kind of touched on this when you're when you're stress drinking, is understand the long term plan. Because mm-hmm. I had a stress drinking night four years ago, around the same time. I I don't know what was going on. Yeah, it's weird. But, uh, <laughs> the world is weird sometimes. The world yeah. is weird sometimes. It's like cyclical. I don't get it. Um, and I had like a few beers at my buddy's house and then we made some cocktails and then at about eight o'clock things were not going well no and i drank half a fifth of uh eagle rare and uh i remember crawling on his floor to the bathroom because i needed to um i needed things to exit yes my body and at uh, 8 30 he ended up like passing out on his floor no 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 i did that at like 11 30 okay but so this is four years ago you're talking yeah about. yeah at 8 30 things were things were looking a little scary in my opinion just my own personal opinion they didn't get any better in my own personal opinion and uh and so just sitting there was like no i don't believe this i can't no 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 this this isn't really happening this isn't really happening swig this <laughs> isn't really happening swig oh that state win uh-oh Wisconsin, uh oh, drink. Swig. <laughs> Michigan, drink. Sure, not out of hell, hell. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, and so then that, so I learned. So I've learned from that. So this year, I didn't really like, I didn't like write it out, but I kept saying to myself, drink to enjoy. You know you're going to drink. You know you're going to get drunk. Yes. Uh, the lady drove us home. Don't get S faced. Yes. Just because you're trying to block it out. Enjoy what you're drinking. And you will get S face naturally. Yes, yes. My partner drove us home last night. Um, I was actually pretty fine. You know, she had to get the kids in the morning, so we left at like eleven, sort of thing. Got home by eleven thirty, something like that. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of took that into account and was like, well, I'm gonna start with a lager, and then I switched to an IPA, and then I had a little bit of Basil Hayden's, and then it was like, what's in the fridge? I don't care. Then I opened a Pliny, and everyone was excited. We, like, shared some, and everyone got to taste some. You know, my girlfriend was so cute. She was like, can I have a little taste of that? I've never had it before. I was like, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> You're my girlfriend. I love you. <laughs> Here, have as much as you want. <laughs> uh, so I think that's the strategy when you're stress drinking. So it's like, if even if it's, like, before a date, drink, have a drink if it if it calms you down, but definitely... Like, use it to relax. Yes. Don't nervous drink because you're nervous. Because yes. if you nervous drink, you're going to show up to that you're gonna show up to that first date or to that election and not know what the hell is going on. I think that was the, the first date thing, although I didn't do this uh, on my more recent first date because it was right after work. But uh, my roommate's gone on a couple of first dates since I moved in with him. And I'll always know he's very vague when he goes on dates. 
He goes, oh, I'll probably uh, not be there when you get back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And I'll get home and I'll see an empty uh, empty glass in the in the sink and I'm like, ah, ah. he's having himself a date because he will always have himself a couple of fingers of whatever we have in, ah. in the ha- in the apartment right now. Just to ease the mind. Yeah. You know, you just loosen some nerves a little bit. Yeah. I think that's that's the perfect thing because you go into any first date or anything like that. I mean, I was going to say job interview. Don't do it before a job interview. I, I've done it before a job interview. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. And I know you that, just got to be careful. I know that sounds crazy, but, I, you know, I think. At least in our circle, in in terms of like the Northwest and the West Coast in general, I think it is becoming a little more. You can kill that if you want. Oh, I was planning on. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it is becoming a lot more socially acceptable to have a beer, like at lunch, wine and liquor. You kind of start teetering the lines of. ABV and a little too much. I think it also depends on the type of company you work for and the budget for said lunch. Yeah. Sometimes, like, maybe this is just, I've never worked at, like, a a super big company suits, that kind of thing. Mm. I'm imagining, like, if you're, like, CFO going out with the CEO for lunch, like, you're probably having a bourbon. Yeah. You're probably having the $100 bottle of wine. Yeah, this isn't Mad Men. We're not getting wild. But you know, like some our, places still might be mad. Like our boss here, like Sacramento. If we were working all day and he was like, "Let's go out for lunch," we could have a beer. Absolutely, absolutely, we could have a beer, and yes. not just because we do this podcast, but just because it's you know becoming a little more socially acceptable. So I have done this before job interviews, um, which is funny because I haven't had one of those in a very long time. <laughs> um, but it's nice to go to a place that you're familiar with. You know, you guys know me when you listen to this podcast. You know me. You know where I drink. So it would not be uncommon for me to have, you know, stop at Cerveza, stop at Bridgetown. and You drink have, a 10 barrel. We all know. <laughs> and have a beer, just one, before I go in. It's it's not uncommon for me to do that before work. Mostly in the sense of, not because I need, a, you know, I need that buzz to be able to get through this hell of a day. No, it's like you have that 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 beer. You know, especially in the day, I tend to drink lagers in the well, day. What does one beer do anyway? Yeah, yeah. So you just have that one beer, kind of relaxes you, loosens you up a little bit. And if anything, I always felt drinking, you know, drinking in, in lower amounts gives me a little extra pep in my step. So when you have those days when you go to work and you're like, man, I really don't want to go to work today. You can sit somewhere, have a beer before you go to work. And then you're like, that okay, be so bad. I'll be all right. Well, yeah. well this this will be fine. And I think we as a society... Because you did something for yourself before you did something for someone else. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think it's important to take care of yourself in that matter. I usually... it's I, I don't drink before work, but I'll usually... like I'll throw on the Xbox and I'll play a couple of games before I leave. Same concept. It's just like, it relaxes me a little bit, or makes me mad sometimes. But it's something <laughs> I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I gotta go to work, and you know, I'm just not super feeling it today. Let me play a couple of games of Rocket League, and... Ah, oh, okay. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it's the same sort of concept. One, I just have a problem, and you know, you have a good outlet. <laughs> but that's what I, you know, and that's what I think that I mean. That's why alcohol stands the test of time, and that's why it's recession proof, and that's why it's you know pandemic proof because you know incorrect doses. That's why it's prohibition proof. Yeah, incorrect doses. It's actually quite beneficial for you on a mental level. Like <clears throat> I went to bed, like I was pretty buzzed when we left our friends, but I wasn't like loaded again i was trying to like not get loaded but i knew i'd be drinking too much to drive and i got home and i cracked a beer and only drank like half of it and then fell asleep and woke and you know and i was going to bed last night you know 
stressed still a little bit just due to, you know, current events and things Mm -hmm. like that. And really concerned that 40 million Americans think that some things are okay still to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when I woke up this morning and, you know, threw the old news network back on, uh, and I got a ton of sleep, I felt good. And also the news this morning was a little better for you. That is also true. Yes. Yes. Um, Yes. I take this stuff quite seriously. As you all should. Um, I was just raised in that kind of household. Um, my mother worked uh, for politicians that are still in office today, years, decades and decades ago. So I've been, I've been, you know, surrounded by this stuff for a while. So I've kind of seen how my mom and, you know, her friends and how those people that, have, that work in politics, because you would, you know... If I was Joe Biden or Donald Trump right now, I'd be housed for the second day in a row. Because it's like, you're running for president. There's nothing you can do now. Now they're just voting. And it's like, well, I'm not going to make any statements tonight because nothing's going to be decided tonight. So where's that bottle of Basil Hayden's? You know, Except or, they both I, made statements <clears throat> last night. But. Well, I know, I know. But it's like, for me personally, <clears throat> I'll make a statement early. <laughs> and then it's like, yo... Where's that bottle? Why do you think Biden's statement was early last night? Yeah. yeah Biden's well, statement was at like 6.30. Well, yeah, because he, he goes to bed at 8. <laughs> true, true, true. He wanted that hour and a half of uh, Basil well, Hayden's and, before you bed. Know, and I think, you know, not to get too much into the politics. And I think everybody knew, everybody except for maybe one person, knew that things weren't going to be decided last night. Mm-hmm. And so you come out early. That one person knew as well. You come out early and, and, and you know, you say your thing and then you just, you you crawl back in. You know, this isn't like, you know, I remember in 2008, this isn't like that, where you're on the precipice of something insane about to happen that, you know, this racist country is about to elect a black man as a president. If you're Barack in that situation, you got to keep a level head. But if I'm Joe, Bi- if I'm Barack in 2008, I'm keeping I'm keeping it chill. If I'm Joe or Donald in 2020, you're loaded. I'm loaded. <laughs> I'm absolutely loaded. <laughs> Uh, so let that, us... that's the different that's the, the different levels of stress. You know, there's stress that you know you still got to be professional, and there's stress where it's like lock the door, don't let anybody in. Yeah, I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, honey, I love you, but you should probably crawl into bed because I'm going to sleep right here, and hopefully, I don't choke on my own vomit. Well, that got dark. I was going to say, hey, text us for, or not text us, uh, Instagram us, DM us, what you guys have. Five hundred ten eighty. We're breaking too many walls here. Come on. Um, Instagram DM us, beers on us. What did you drink yesterday? Because I know you all drank. Yeah. You listen to us, you're drinking anyway. What did you drink? And did you drink more or less? You know, I'm always curious about this. This is this is social experimentation at its finest. You know, how do you cope with this? There's a lot of coping going on right now. That is true. How did you cope? Did you have some weed? Yeah. Yeah. Did you smoke a little pot? Did you Did you celebrate the legalization of mushrooms in Washington by tripping out for six hours? Or in Oregon, Oregon for tripping out for six hours. You're like, mushrooms are legal? Nom, 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 nom. Did you celebrate the decriminalization of hard drugs on the street by... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Be better, okay? Did uh, you realize that writing in a candidate... <laughs> That is up against the same candidate you're rooting for might have been a bad thing. Did you drink a lot of whiskey for that? Sorry, that was a little too much. I feel the same way, although I didn't uh, vote for that person because I don't live in Portland. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. That was crazy, Actually, man. technically, my address is Portland, but I voted in Beaverton because I think I'm technically in, I don't know. Okay. I don't effing know. That was crazy, man. Everybody asked me. I put in my vote, and I felt good about my vote because I felt that was the best person that I wanted to vote for. And then I was like, guys, this is how it's going to turn out. Because these people are doing this, and it takes away from that. Mm-hmm. And 
It's almost as if we learned our didn't learn our lesson from 2016 in the presidential election. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, just kidding. I posted this on my personal Instagram page. Sorry for being a little overly political here, but uh, it's the day after the election, so uh, it's top of mind. I, posted, I think you already know where both of us sit. I posted this on my Instagram page at pdd 85 where it's the the, the cartoon, the, the 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 comic drawing, and it's the guy riding a bike, and it's like Portlanders searching for a progressive candidate. And then the next one is oh, I saw this writing in Teresa, and he puts the stick in his spoke, <laughs> and then he's on the ground crying because Ted Wheeler won again. <laughs> All right, let us know what you uh, drank yesterday, Instagram.com slash beers on us. Do you think Ted drank heavily last night? Do you think Ted drinks? I think he threw tear gas. Ooh, make Teddy cry. <laughs> Beer of the Week is coming up next. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited. We won't have politics in that segment. If you hate us now, I'm sorry. But we also have different opinions, and that's okay. Yeah, we voted. If you voted, that's cool, baby. Yeah. As long as you do your thing. If you voted and took responsibility for it, that's cool. Yeah. Beer of the Week is next. Yeah, nobody's going to listen to an NF- to somebody who's like, NFL players are weak. And it's like, did you play? No. It's like, yeah, I don't care. Beer's on us. Sorry. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time! Ooh, that was a really disappointing sound. Oh, it was. Better sound? A little better. Uh, beers on us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. The other beers in the box were Treehouse beers. Yes, yes. I was just looking at that, and I was like, all right, Juice Machine and Green. Yes. Uh, mm. Very much enjoyed both of those, actually, for being hazies. we did, right? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did like those. Um, so those were the other ones. So we had Bierstadt. We had the Westbrook. We had the Bottle Logic. We had the- Trey Fontaine. Trey Fontaine. And I forget what brewery was the Noir Saison. Um, side, side Project. Side Project. Right? Let me go look. And then the treehouse beers. Those are the those are the eight yeah, beers that were in the box. Our beer of the week, which Patrick spoiled in some way, shape, or form, although not fully, not fully, is a Russian River Brewing beer. What up? Second time we've had Russian River on this show. Yes, and at Cerveza right now, and I'm assuming a couple other bottle shops. Um, yeah, I know we're gonna finish it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the third of the three that they had. They had Pliny the Elder. They had. Uh, Blind Pig, which I don't think I've had, so I'm very excited to try that one. Blind Pig, to this day, is still one of my top five favorite West Coast IPAs. I mean, it's like, obviously, like, batch-to-batch things are different, and someone might, like, do a one-off of something you really like. But in my mind, between my, like, Desert Island West Coast IPA, it goes back and forth between Blind Pig and Wanderlust. I've, I've always been a Wanderlust kid, and I always will be, and I love that beer, and I probably gravitate towards it more because it's local, and because, you know, I had that beer and decided to go work for that brewery, and they were very good to me for a very long time. Uh, but Blind Pig is really high on that list for me. Uh, I've had Younger and Elder, and I went to Russian River and had a couple of beers. I don't know if I had Blind Pig, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, this is one. The one we're having today is one that I've never seen or heard of before. Uh, it's called Happy Hops IPA. This I is our beer of the week, and it... Oh, it does have a description. Happy Hops was originally brewed in 1944 by the Grace Brothers Brewery in Santa Rosa, which is where Russian River is in California. We are paying homage to the Grace family whose brewery closed in the 60s and have revived Happy, the charming hop character who graces the front of this label. Happy Hops is an IPA brewed with both new and old world hop varieties, giving this beer bold aromas and flavors with notes of tropical and stone fruits. And yeah, the uh, the logo of the beer is like a mascot with a hop head, mm-hmm. a yellow hop head and leaves holding a beer. Yeah, this is the one I see on 
like Instagram and stuff all the time. So it's like their their main package beers. If we don't count their barrel aged stuff, you know the the Cation series, whether it's supplication, beautification, consecration, whatever, um, is I always see STS, which is their which is their Pilsner, Blind Pig, which is the IPA, and Happy Hops, which is the other IPA, and then Pliny the Elder. Yep, those are kind of like the. It sounds I'm pretty sure those are their core brands of packaging. Um, I was kind of sad that there was no STS in town, mm. you know, because you kind of look at it and you're like, well, I mean, you sent Blind Pig, you sent Happy, you sent Pliny. Why can't you send some of that STS, man? Yeah, COVID. That, times are tough. Said Dave Chappelle, y'all got any more of that STS? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's cool. In, in chatting with some of the Cerevesa crew, because I was like, how the hell did you guys get this? And it was like, you know, they, you know, I, I don't know if I'm fully able to indulge a ton of secrets, but it's kind of like, you know, well, it's like test the market. It's like test the market. There's no testing needed. Just send as much as crap of this stuff up here and everyone will buy it. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if you didn't have, like, there's a limit on it. And I get it. There's a limit because you don't want someone walking in and, you know, they only got Buying so much. Amount, yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone would totally walk in and be like, oh, you, you got eight cases of Pliny the Elder. I'll take nine. You know, like, you don't want that. You want everybody to enjoy it. It's a good branding for your... For your tap room as well, for your bottle shop. Is Vesa the only place that has it right now? I think Belmont and John's Marketplace got got some as well, right. I think is what I heard. I would imagine if you're listening <clears throat> to this Thursday on the 5th, you will still be able to find this quick. If you get out there quick enough, if you should you be out, able to find it. If you get out there quick enough, I'll bet you there's still some at Cerveza. I might stop by there in the morning if I have time, sometime tomorrow and see. But I am not expecting there to be. I'm not expecting them to be there tomorrow. Um. Well, tomorrow is the day we drop the podcast. So by the time you're hearing this, <clears throat> maybe gone. But go look. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go tomorrow. Oh, right. I keep thinking today's Thursday. <clears throat> I'm gonna go to today's Wednesday. I'm gonna go tomorrow Thursday when I get done doing some stuff at about three thirty, and I'm gonna swing by and see if there's any more. Okay. I think there's a good chance there will be. Come Friday, you might be in trouble. I would say that. I don't know if any place got more. I would, I would assume John's got more just because of the size. I actually assume Belmont might oh, have got more. that's probably a good yeah, point. Yeah, they tend to get the bigger drops of stuff. So if you're looking for But it, there's more foot traffic there. That is true. Vesa has probably the least foot track of, of traffic the three, of the three. For sure. Uh, so you might have a chance. Anyway. Happy ops. Go find it if you can. It smells great. It's just kind of cool to have Russian River in town. It is very cool. <clears throat> you know, like... I remember, what was it a year ago, we had Younger on Tap at Vesa, too? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And over on the COVID wall, there's a bottle of Pliny. Mm-hmm. Who mm. gave us that? Chris Martin? Probably. He gave us that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That sounds like a Chris Martin shout-out. What up, dude? I miss you. Let's have beers in Milwaukee. This is a interesting beer. The smell is great. Oh, the hop character is so awesome in it. But the actual taste of the beer is not quite as bitter and hoppy as you would expect based on the nose. The nose really is floral and fruity. And they say stone fruit on the side of the bottle. It is kind of that in the nose. This is a very kind of balanced, mild bitterness IPA um, to me. Almost like a, you know, I hate using the term because for some reason other people hate using the term. But like almost like a session IPA or a hoppy pale. It's a little more session than hoppy pale, I would say. But yeah, I mean it's six point five percent. So you're getting, you know, you're getting, you're getting your money's worth. I'm just, I'm curious because they don't really say what hops are in it. They just say a mix of old and new world hops. I wonder if the if those different hops combined punch you less because it's not overboard on one flavor. It's like they're kind of intermingling to be a little bit more mild. 
I don't know. I'm not saying that it's a negative. I'm just saying it's way yeah, more yeah, yeah. sessionable. The nose makes you think, oh, I'm getting into a bitter West Coast. Let's go. And then it's way more sessionable when you take a sip. The nose is one of the cooler things I've I've had, I've I've tasted. Or the nose. Let's back it up. Beep. The nose. Beep. <laughs> the nose is one of the better noses I've smelled in a while. Agreed. I I think I think the 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 aroma. You can you can you can smell the body, not just the hops. You can you can almost smell what you think it's going to taste like. Yep, but it doesn't actually hit that exact taste though. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of a little mind blowing. It's like the body's a little thin. Yeah, I agree. But it's not like I was talking about earlier with those cellar maker beers about those cellar maker beers being, you know, so thin malt wise that it's just hop up front. This it's got, still it's has... got a good body. It's just it's just more balanced than hop forward. I think that's the best way to put it trying to look trying to see if i can find them in the the fact that they don't put it on the side of the bottle is a little strange well, it's probably because if you say a mix of old and new world hops it's can probably because there's a lot me? of different stuff in it you know can you tell me can you tell me russian nope. river please can nobody's tell telling me? me nobody's telling me nobody knows the trouble i've seen all right. I so. had a girlfriend that hated when I sang that song. Every <laughs> once in a while, it'd just be like, nobody knows. The only reason I do that is because of you, by the way. Nice, dude. It's got a 92 <laughs> on Beer Advocate. <laughs> there you go. Um, if you're looking just for a mild, sessionable IPA, this will, this will be up the alley for you. Well, 6.5, it's, but it's 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 easy to drink. And we see enough elder, we see enough pig on draft in this town that it's just exciting to taste something new and something different. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like not new and different. I mean, this beer was made in the 40s. Originally, by uh, a know, different obviously, brewery. Obviously, they've updated it. They told the story, yeah. If this is what, if this beer tasted like this in 1945, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I don't even, okay. Slight aside. I don't think Ron Burgundy says impressed. I think he says amazed. Oh, really? That that's one of those like uh Mandela effect things yeah. where it's not fake. It's just people have been misquoting it for so long that and now we thinks, think that's the quote. I'm pretty sure when I went and rewatched the movie four years ago, it got to that scene and I like said it out loud with it, and I was like, He doesn't say impressed? I think he says Amazed. I'm not even mad, I'm amazed. Interesting. Like yeah. most people think, Luke, I am your father, and that's not the line. No. The line is no. I am your father. Yeah. It's, yeah it's great. Yeah, everyone thinks he says Luke. He's like, no, I am your father. I uh, started The Mandalorian with the with the girl this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. From the beginning, beginning? Yep. Dumb, Watched the dude. first three episodes. Um, well, I- the, the new episode of the season is just an extension. It's just, it's called episode nine, mm-hmm. and it's just an extension. It, okay. You, it, the seasons are really only marketing and shooting, right? But they're basically all—it's just chapters. It's just a story. I so I am not as much of a Star Wars fan as both my girlfriend and you. Um, you're both like way nerdier than I am about it. Yeah, we we have problems. Uh, but so I, I enjoy Star Wars, but I'm not obsessed about it. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, I hate the Jawas. Hate. Oh yeah. Like they're annoying. Oh yeah. So that, that episode annoyed me because I I hate them. Yeah. But it's good. It's a good when you show got the so egg far. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The first three episodes, man, that's really good. The fourth episode was a little meh to me, but then five, six, seven, eight 
are awesome. Is it just eight in the first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then nine was great. All right. It's see, you just gotta remember, like, so episode eight had definitely like a season finale feel to it. There's like the last scene is kind of like this (gasps) sort of thing. But episode nine is not like this season premiere where you're used to if like like a show like The it's Walking a continuation. Dead. Well, like the show like The Walking Dead, it's like season premieres gotta be crazy. It's like, no, this one's just we're just still telling the story. Still next here. episode. Still yeah. telling the story. Uh, also, if you haven't yet watched The Boys. So good. The Boys? On Amazon Prime. I don't even know what that is. I'll tell you off the air. Or off the podcast. Let's hear it for the boys. That is a very different vibe than the show would give you. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so <laughs> Final thoughts? You have any final thoughts? I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. I wanted more hop flavor based on the smell, but still a good sessionable IPA. I think after drinking those cellar maker beers last night, um, I have a lot more appreciation for Russian River and how they make hoppy beers. And it's not that it's better or worse. I'm not sitting here bashing cellar maker by any means. By any means, I think they make great beers. It's just I feel that Russian River is so much more closer to a Northwest style of an IPA than uh, other California breweries are. I would throw Beechwood in that category as well. I think Beechwood makes fantastic IPAs that have that good malt presence. So it just depends on what kind of style you like. If you're a Northwest IPA drinker, I think this beer is up your alley. I like Pig a little more. That could also be a little placebo effect. Well, I'll be able to tell you next week on the podcast how I feel. But they, they're fresh. So if you can get some at John's, Belmont, Vesa, do it. Do it. I mean, I put it on I put it on Instagram. So and I tag Cerevase because you know those are my peeps. And I want to make sure those guys do well. Um so even though you don't hear this until Thursday, you've hope, seen it. You've seen it, hopefully. Instagram.com slash beers on us is where you can find us. Send us your DMs on your stress drinking choices for election day yesterday. And uh coming up next week, we haven't actually planned it fully yet. Um we are just get to the last drop. Well, I gotta put it on the wall. Good to the last drop. Uh, Patrick needs to go read the message from the messenger so that we can decide oh, yeah. what we're doing with that. Also, we've been uh, noodling some cool ideas for things outside of the podcast as well that mm-hmm. we're gonna start kind of working on uh, moving forward here the rest of the year. Uh, we don't really have a plan next week yet, but we'll be here Thursday, four o'clock every single Thursday. Yeah, and I'll tell you guys this: like, because you know, I'm only working a few shifts a week at Grains. I'm doing a little, few more things here at the radio station. Um, I should have a ton more free time that I would like to spend on this brand we have here going. So, don't be shocked if you guys start to see things here and there that pop up. I'm, I, I, I got to make a Facebook page at some point. I've been putting that off forever. Um, we should probably get on Twitter, things like that. Just kind of shore a lot of things up, and hopefully we'll have some fun, exciting new things for you guys in the future. So uh, keep hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys who have been with us since the beginning. Uh, it's already been 100 and, what, 17, 18 more episodes? I know. I it, I I'm, know. I'm starting to not. I think in the first two years, it's like, man, we're at year and a half, and now it's like, yeah, two years was in August. Yeah, what, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we're just doing episodes. We'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you <laughs> next week. Catorces. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.